I am weak, but thou and mighty hold me with thy powerful hand. Bread of heaven, bread of heaven, feed me now till I want no more. Bread of heaven, bread of heaven, feed me now till I want no more. Bread of heaven, bread of heaven, feed me now, till I want no more. Bread of heaven, bread of heaven, feed me now. Till I want no more. Great is that faithfulness. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, amen. I love this song, but I don't know how to sing it in that line. Hallelujah. Great is that faithfulness. Oh, where are my singers? Praise the name of the Lord. Happy day, happy day, when Jesus washed my sins away. Happy day, happy day, when Jesus washed my sins away. He taught me how. To watch and pray and live rejoice in every day. Happy day, happy day. When Jesus walked my sins away, He taught me how to watch and pray and live rejoice. Sing every day, happy day, happy day, when Jesus washed my sins away. No. Happy day, happy day, da 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 da, when Jesus washed. My sins away. Hallelujah. Oh, amen and amen. amen. Please, those of you outside, if we all can be in, it will be very nice. I want everyone to join me here. Let's all take our seat. Let's all take our seat. All of you, please. All of you. Let's take our seat. All the engineers, please, let's all take our seat. Let us take our seat. We are waiting no more for anyone. We have to quickly start it. Praise the name of the Lord.
praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Let's clap our hands for the Lord Jesus. Oh, let's let's all come here. Let's all come here. Let's all come here. Let's come forward. Okay. Amen. Today <clears throat> lecture is actually um centered on something that I really love the Lord. Something that I really, really loved a lot. Because for almost about 20 years now, this message I'm coming to teach this morning, afternoon, evening. I had it almost when I was quite young. So this message is quite more than 20 years. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <clears throat> because this is a message that as a growing up as a young man during my 19s and 20s at the age of 19 entering into 20 years as I was studying the word of God the Lord laid on my heart this message and this is the message that I've been Always, 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 you know, yearning for. And I've been educating myself with messages like this. And this is what I used to teach myself. I used to encourage myself. I used to counsel myself. I used to equip myself. Hallelujah. So this is a personal message. Perhaps... You will think that maybe it's because of you. Hallelujah. Amen. But this is my experience. Something that has been one of my backbone secret. Hallelujah. Woo! A lot of people don't understand why I am so dying and why I'm so crazy when it comes to the things of God. It didn't start from now. It started way back over many years ago, hallelujah. And today, it is a greatest joy that I'm sharing one of the secret, one of my secret with you today, hallelujah. Amen. Um, the topic I'm dealing with is the kingdom frontliners. The kingdom frontliners. The kingdom frontliners. Hallelujah. Amen. If you want to be passionate about the things of God, there is something that you need to discover in the kingdom. Hallelujah. Because you cannot say you are passionate for football if there is nothing unique about football that triggers that interest. Hallelujah. So what actually triggered my interest when it comes to the kingdom of God? 
regardless of the situation I may find myself in, what pushes me to do things without thinking when it comes to the kingdom business? Sometimes people don't understand why. Pastor Prince can give huge offering, even though he's going through a lot of financial crisis. Recently, we went to a program at uh, one church, and the offering that I gave, the seed that I gave, is a little close to 30,000 Ghana cities. Hallelujah. Yeah. 30,000 Ghana cities. That is a huge money. Recently, too, there is another church that I passed around. And I saw the passion, the way the youth are so passionate about the things of God. And anytime I pass around and I see the way the youth are so enthusiastic, they are so enthused for the kingdom. And you see the way they gather and the way they go about things, the way they come to the area, anywhere they meet you, then they attack you with the word of God. And sometimes you can see that their knowledge in the word is too limited. Hallelujah. But you could see that these guys are so desperate to make a mark in the kingdom of God on earth. Hallelujah. And when I look at these young men and these young ladies who don't know much about the word, but they want to make some, some, some effect. They, they want to cause damage to the camp of the devil. Hallelujah. Because anytime you become awake, anytime you are alarmed, anytime you arise, anytime you, 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 you stand on your feet and begin to go into the world, begin to activate the dimensions of the kingdom. Hallelujah. As far as the kingdom things are concerned. In fact, it is not easy. Come, You see, so when I see this young man, and these young ladies, nobody told them anything. The youth leader is so, not that he's so naive. He's a young guy who don't know much about the word. But this guy able to mobilize the youth. Able to mobilize the youth and push them. Hallelujah. I remember I met them somewhere last, last month. And one of, two of them came to me. They didn't know that the next, the other group had already met me. So these guys also met me. The way I've dressed, they see that oh, this is an ordinary man. So they approach me with the message. And we want to do you know Jesus? Have you accepted Jesus Christ, a Lord and personal Savior? Because by then I had gone to a drug game small, and the way I, I did exercise, my body was so dirty. Hallelujah. Amen. So when they met me at the Wesley Grammar entrance, these guys just approached me with a word. And they started 
I mean, giving me, bombarding me with the word that they have studied. Hallelujah. And, and within me, I was so joyful. I was so joyous within me. I said, oh God, how I wish I have daughters and, and sons who are so mad and so crazy like these guys. Hallelujah. In fact, I look at this guy's face and I also behave that uh, I'm an unbeliever and ready to hear whatever they have to tell me. Hallelujah. Amen. Since we are recording, you can, <clears throat> okay, you can do it. Hallelujah. So, they give me the word. And you can see their knowledge and how they are explaining the word. Hallelujah. Amen. How I feel that I should tell them this way. I said, no, humble yourself and listen to them. Let them preach to you. This is their opportunity. Hallelujah. Amen. Ground them that stage and let them speak to you. However they know, however they understand they are. Allow them and let them preach to you. This guy preached to me. They convinced me. And they started the introductory by telling me about Jesus. And how Jesus came on earth and how Jesus came to die. Hallelujah. Amen. How Jesus came to die. And also, they sweet. while the other one is telling me about how Jesus came to die and why there is a need for me to give my life to Jesus. Another guy is also telling me about how good their church is. And the church is a home. Hallelujah. Because there are two homes. There is the home, one in heaven and one on earth. Hallelujah. And the home that is on earth is not anywhere but their church. Hallelujah. Oh God. I love the way these guys explain the whole thing to me. He said, you know, our church is a home. It's a serious house. When you enter there, you feel at home. Hallelujah. So, I want you to, I don't know where you lived, but today some people come from, all the way from Winneba to Accra. And, and the other guy says that he knows a certain man who even, I mean, chartered a flight or uh, book a flight, all the way go to Lagos because he's, Going to church every Sunday, he go to he go to church at uh, uh, um, Lagos. So it depends on how the value you place on the kingdom business on your faith. Hallelujah! If you don't value your faith, any little money you spend, it becomes a huge cost. Hallelujah! But if you value your faith. Even if you are giving millions, it, it's, 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 it's nothing to you. And the way this guy explained the thing, then I decided to translate it into certain dimension. And I said, this is what you mean, right? And he said, yes, sir. This is what I mean. And I said, wow. And within me, I said, God, how I wish these guys are in my church. I will really love them. Hallelujah. Amen and Amen. Today, the reason why the Christian today, the Christian you today are not too, I mean, Christ-minded is the fact that they are too connected to the world. Too connected to the world. When you are too connected to the world, you wouldn't know how effective the gospel of Christ is. You wouldn't know how powerful Christianity is. You wouldn't know how important 
Christianity is to humanity. Hallelujah. Because you are connected to another soul. Jesus said, you cannot have two masters. Either you'll be faithful to one and be unfaithful to another. Hallelujah. So, the reason why in this dispensation of time, in our era, the Christian youth are not too dynamic, are not deep in the Christianity and deep in their faith, is simply because they are double-minded. They are double-minded. Because when you are double-minded, you become ineffective. Hallelujah. You cannot be a double-minded and able to score a good point. Praise the name of the Lord. Because you will be good at one and you will be weak at one. Praise the name of the Lord. And you wouldn't know which one is actually leading you to the kingdom of God. Praise the name of the Lord. So sometimes we allow the joy of this world to overwhelm us. The joy of this world to, 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 to conquer us. The joy of this world becomes our utmost and topmost priority. Praise the name of the Lord. Because if you want to go deeper in the kingdom of God, you need to be able to break away from the kingdom of this world and eat pleasure. Hallelujah. And this is what I saw in this young man. And I said, ah, isn't the same blood that flows in the veins of Vogue youth? It's not the same blood that flows in them. Hallelujah. The DNA may be different, but the blood is the same blood. Hallelujah. It is the same blood. It is the same blood. All of us have come to accept the Lord Jesus Christ, our Lord and personal Savior. But sometimes, a lot of people accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and personal Savior on one or two purposes. Hallelujah. One or two purposes. The main purpose might not necessarily be that they want to enter into the kingdom of heaven. But because they've heard that Jesus is a healer. So they came into the kingdom of Christ. Because once upon a time Jesus said, the food, this food is not for dogs. Hallelujah. My food is for my kids and I don't give to dogs. So they have come to realization that. Until they enter into the kingdom or register themselves in the kingdom of Jesus Christ. There is no way they could assess the healing ability of Christ. There is no way they could assess the wealth and the riches of the kingdom of heaven. Hallelujah. So that is why some of them has migrated into the kingdom of heaven on earth. And these people are illegal immigrants. Clap your hands for the Lord Jesus. I don't want to go there now, the illegal immigrant. Praise the name of the Lord. Because these are some of the things that actually built me. So as I was saying, why I give and I give without thinking, without thinking of the pain, the suffering, the financial crisis I'm going to go through. Hallelujah. What even motivates me to take thousands of Ghana City to buy instruments without asking church members? Hallelujah. Ever since we started this ministry, close to eight years now, I have never stood here and do a fundraising, asking for money to run God's business. He has called me. He didn't call you. Hallelujah. So as you enter here and you also realize that God has called you like he has called the man of God, nobody will ask you to give. Hallelujah. Because you come to the knowledge that it is your responsibility and your duty to serve God with all the things that you have. So whenever I am doing this for God, because he says, serve the Lord with all your soul 
with all your spirit, with all your body, with all your knowledge, with all your substance, and everything you possess. Hallelujah. So when I am giving to the church, I am giving to the Christian society and the Christian organization. I am doing it for one purpose, because I am serving God with that, what I have. <laughs> Hallelujah. The reason why we find it very difficult to do these things is because, like I said, it is your intent, your purpose. The reason why you accepted Christ will make you do what you are doing. Hallelujah. Amen. I accepted Jesus Christ as, as my Lord and personal Savior, not because I need the blessings. But because I want to be saved and enter into the kingdom of heaven. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because I know as an individual, if you work hard, the blessings will come. Amen. That is what this generation don't know. All that this generation knows is money. Like I said two weeks ago, or last week, right? When Pastor Buddha finished preaching and I took the mic, I spoke just five minutes, and I said, money or currency is weak. The weakest commodity on earth is a currency. Hallelujah. Because when I have, I'm a Ghanaian, and I live in Ghana, and the currency we use is cities. Hallelujah, Ghana cities. But I may have billions of Ghana cities. If that is my focus and that is what I'm depending on, and as a result of that, I disrespect authority and I disrespect people and I disregard people's ideas and stuff. Tomorrow I may travel to America, which the laws of Ghana may not permit me to carry all the billions of CDs I have to America on the spot. It is not allowed because the law has stipulated how much I should be able to carry. And how much I should be able to carry even it's not even up to $100,000. Come Because for you to transfer $100,000 from Ghana to America, no, it is not allowed. You have to be sending it in tranches, in pieces. Hallelujah. But the purpose must be stated. So imagine you have billions and you are, you are transferring all this money from Ghana to America because now you have gone to stay in America. You see the difficulties you go through. But immediately you switch from Ghana to America. The, the currency, the amount, the volume of the money you have depreciated. Going through the realms of depreciation. Because if you have one billion Ghana cities, when you convert it to American currency, you will not get one billion American dollar. Hallelujah. <clears throat> you become lesser. So it means that if all your strength, if all your joy, if all your focus and all your purpose and everything is on money, it means you are a weak person. Hallelujah. Because the weakest commodity, the weakest commodity, on this planet earth is currency. It's currency. Hallelujah. That's the weakest commodity. That is why people who dwell on money, people who focus on money, people who are motivated by money, 
There are people that they don't have a long future. They don't have a long life. Their future is too... I mean, their future is predictable. Hallelujah. There are two types of people that for whom you can determine or predict their future. Those who are money conscious, money conscious people, their future are very predictable. Hallelujah. And those who are not ruled by money, their future is unpredictable. You cannot predict their future because those people live in a certain realm that it is not easy for you to be able to know what will become of them tomorrow because their, their total dependency is not on material things but on the things that is not seen and the things that has not come into reality. Those people are dangerous. Those people are dangerous because if I can predict you and can predict what will become of you tomorrow. I can determine and, and, and manipulate the system for you to be able to fail. Hallelujah. That is why if you are not in Christ, the devil can do so many things and bring you at a certain level. But those who are in Christ and buried in Christ, those people are hidden in Christ. It is not easy for the devil. Not easy, it is not easy. It is impossible. It is impossible for the devil to be able to know the future and what to become of those people. Come apart. Like yesterday, I said something here. I said, Paul, there was a prophet called Agabus. He entered into the gathering of the saint. And that time, Paul had already left to attend to some activity. Hallelujah. But as Paul was leaving, he left his apron there, his mantle. So when the prophet Agabus entered into the house, he saw the apron of Paul and he took it. And as a prophet, he was able to speak into the future. Able to predict what is going to befall the apostle Paul. Hallelujah. However, when apostle Paul heard it, Apostle Paul says, no, I don't care. Whatever is going to happen to me. Hallelujah. Yeah, I know I'm going to die. Yes, you have seen it clearly. But that is not the purpose. That is not the reason. I will still go. Hallelujah. Because to die in Christ is to gain everything in the world. Because if you die and you die in Christ, sister, brother, you haven't lost anything. It means that you have been translated, transported into another realm that people are even waiting to die. Because I have a grandmother who has been praying every day that she would die so that she can go to heaven. He said, God, I don't, want, I don't want to make a mistake for me to go to hell. All the goodness I have done, all the things I have done, please don't let me lose it. Let me die right now so that I can go to heaven. So every day she made it a point that every day she would do something good to attract the favor of God. Every day she would do something for God to say the good and faithful servant. So anytime she does a God, take my soul. I want to come to you. Hallelujah. Clap your hands for my grandma. Amen. So this is it. So there are some people that always have the issues with me. Why is it that Pastor Prince gives and gives and gives and gives and gives and gives? And sometimes you can see this man, I mean, doesn't have money, but he's been giving, he's been giving. The reason why I give is because God said I should serve him with everything I have. My body, my soul, my spirit, and all my substance. So if I can serve God with my soul, if I can serve him with my spirit, if I can serve him with my body, and I cannot serve him with my substance... Is that complete? That's not complete. Hallelujah. That is why in this generation, 
it is not easy for God to endow us with supernatural giftings because supernatural giftings are given to men and women who are selfless for the kingdom business. Hallelujah. Clap your hands for the Lord Jesus. Because if you are not a selfless person, God can never use you. God cannot use a selfish person. God can never use a selfish person. Praise the name of the Lord. I am still on the kingdom front liners. Hallelujah. And the subject is kingdom pillars. The kingdom pillars. Praise the name of the Lord. It's the same thing. We are the kingdom frontliners and the kingdom pillars. Come apart. Let's read the book of Revelation. The Revelation according to John, chapter 21, verse number 12 to 14. I want someone to read it for me. Revelation chapter 12. Revelation chapter 12, 21, verse 12 to 14. Revelation 21, 12 to 14. Hallelujah. Amen. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Also, she had a great and high wall. And a high wall, uh huh? With 12 gates. And 12 angels. At the gate. And the name written on the gate, which are the names of the 12 tribes of the children of Israel. Let's end there. I'll continue. That's at verse 12. So go to 14, right? Now that you finish with the 12. So the 12, Bible said there's a new Jerusalem that is coming. Hallelujah. And in that city, it has. 12 gates. And on each gate, there is an angel guarding the gate. And on the same gate, it has a certain writings. And those writings are the names of the 12 tribe of Israel. The great grandchildren of Father Abraham. Hallelujah. These guys' names have been named according to each door or each gate at the new Jerusalem that God has built. These are human beings. These are human beings. That once upon a time, they lived on this earth. So if God is building a new city and installing gates, on that city. God is living in heaven with angels. And it never occurred to God. To name some of the gates. Or the city. By the angel whom he is living with. By human beings that are distant away from God. Why? Kingdom frontliners. 
Hallelujah. These people were able to manage to attain that favor from God. And God has to name the gates by those people. It was made possible by courtesy of the covenant between their great-grandfather, Abraham. So because of Abraham, these 12 guys that came from the loins of Jacob, they have attained an imperishable record in the new city that God has built. Wow. Wow. Hallelujah. The frontliners. So you see, a man's work, a man's deeds will make room for him, will pave way for him. Imagine if Abraham had not walked faithfully before God. What would have happened to Abraham and his children and great-grandchildren? Because of the artwork, the faithfulness of Abraham, God had even considered the great-grandchildren of Abraham. Hallelujah. Those honor that they had, it is not because of those people did something unique. Because God wants to honor his covenant. And because he wants to honor his covenant, these people became the direct beneficiary of that covenant or that promise made to Father Abraham. Their names are written boldly. When we say it is a city, it is a city. And the city is divided to four dimensions. We have the north, we have the south, the east. We have the north, we have the east, we have the south, and we have the west. And each dimension or each quarter or each region or each province I might give you a revelation. Hallelujah. Because it is divided into four dimensions. And when we read further, we will know that that four dimension, hallelujah, each province has three gates. So it is four dimensions. So three plus three is six. Another three, nine. Another three, twelve. Hallelujah. So it was not just a mistake. God divided into four dimensions. Hallelujah. At the presence of God, we have 20 and four elders and four living creatures. We have four dimensions here. So I am trying to speculate because it is possible to speculate. Hallelujah. I am suggesting. I am, you know, trying to do 
inquisitorial research into the kingdom and into the mind of Elohim. So we know something about four. So those four living creatures, are they going to be governors and the rulers in this, this four dimension? Uh, hey, heaven, there are things the Bible cannot capture. Jesus said, there are many things I want to tell you. But this, this book, you can't carry. But when we enter into heaven, there will be surprises. The surprises is not only limited to Auntie German, so whom you know she is a witch. That it is impossible for her to make it to heaven and you go to heaven, you see her. That is not what Jesus is talking about. Hallelujah. The surprises will be like something that you never imagined. That it could be possible or it existed. Hallelujah. Those are the things we are going to see. Ka'amepa. Yeah. God. Amen. Yeah. So you see, in the kingdom, in the kingdom of heaven, the new Jerusalem, the city of God, the city of God. Hallelujah. There are four dimensions. And this guy's name, the 12th tribe of Israel, Joseph have a name. Echo. Joseph have a name. Joseph's name is written on one of the door. Hey. Benjamin's name is written on one of the gates. This is not just a door. This is gate. God, hmm, you just write my name on the window, one of the window. <laughs> you see, this is my joy. This is what this is the reasons, reason why when I'm doing something for God, I don't think about it. I don't think about it. Come forward. I don't think about it. Praise the name of the Lord. These are some of the reasons. So you see, there, we are only trying to get the picture clear. Why whatever you are doing for God, it is not for a joke. There will be a reward for doing that. Come here so that I see everybody's face. Come to the next chair. Amen. Do you hear me? Yes. Good. Bra, let's go. Continue reading. Continue reading. Continue reading. The kingdom frontliners. I didn't mention the kingdom frontlines because I want to create my own word. Frontliners, yeah. That's verse 13. Uh -huh. Are you lost? Uh -huh. Three gates on the east. Now, you see, he's explaining the four dimensions. Because I told you earlier, it's divided into four dimensions. Four provinces. Hallelujah. Okay, now go. Three gates on the east. On the north. Three on the north. On the three, another three on the south. Three on the west. And another three on the west. Go to 14. Listen, listen. How did he start it? He said, now. You see, this is the breaking news. Can say breaking news. Can say breaking news. Because if God 
is naming the city for which he has built and putting people's names on it. How would it be possible that some of the other people's name will be there? Hallelujah. Now, now, now the wall of the city. It means that city has a wall. Hallelujah. It means that particular city, if it has a wall, it means that city is limited. And that city is restricted. It means it's not everybody that will enter into that city. Hear me. This is not a country. This is a city. A city is within a country. Bible has not captured. But somewhere, some of Bible plays smart. It takes the wise. It takes those who are discerning and, and, and the listeners of the spirit that can give them that mystery. So, it is a city. He is taking us to a city. And I think somewhere in the book of Isaiah, he said, I'm going to bless you, right? And, and, and the blessing, you, you can't, there's no war because it will be borderless. It means when a person is so blessed, you can't live in a place that there's a border. Hallelujah. Because if you have a borderless, it, it tells how powerful or how blessed and how the abundance of the resources and the riches you have. Hallelujah. But this one, God has specially made this particular city. I say it is not a country. Because we are going into a kingdom of heaven. And God is building a new earth. We have not talked about that. But this one is a city. And where is this city going to be situated? And, and who are those people who are going to be the citizen? Or the populace of that particular city? But that city is divided into four dimensions. Greater Accra, we have more than maybe 20 constituencies. Hallelujah. And municipalities, right? Or municipalities. So now, it is divided into four dimensions. We have the three on the east, three on the north, three on the south, and another three on the west. Okay. Let's go. Now, the city had 12 foundations. Aside that, it has, you have been told that it has three windows or three gates on each provinces or each dimension. Now, the city had 12 foundations. Hey, incredible. Because there is no city without a foundation. Every house must be built on a foundation. So the city, it is something that is built. So it must be on a foundation. Anything that God has created, he created on a foundation. And hear me and listen to this. You may not, maybe you may not have heard it, but I'm telling you this. This is a breaking news. When God created a human being, because human being was formed, created, everything God created has a source. 
the source becomes the foundation. But the foundation of man, God, God formed a man. There's a foundation. And the foundation of man is God. Hallelujah. I think I've explained it in the previous weeks. I've explained it in the previous weeks. Hallelujah. But God will, in January, we are going to deal with the soul. I'll be going to more of the foundation. Praise the name of the Lord. The reason why we are not Christ-minded and we are not crazy for Jesus is because most of the messages we are hearing, they are messages that every day we want to be rich. Every day we want to make him. The messages are centered on marital breakthroughs, traveling breakthroughs, eh? financial breakthroughs. That is why we have become so carnal. Because our focus, our attention, and everything is narrowed on here on earth. So we cannot make it. And you can't walk into the dimension of God's kingdom. For God to reveal you the mysteries of the kingdom, you've got to be somebody who is a selfless, less focused on the world, more focus in the kingdom. Those who focus in the world are people that they are so concerned about what they are losing. But those who are focusing on the kingdom don't care about what they are losing physically. But their more motivation is that even if I lose the whole world, there is another world bigger than this world. That is the heaven. Hallelujah. And it has a city. Oh, God. Ah, God. I want to enter into that city. That city I want to enter. Hallelujah. I want to enter. That is why I wouldn't mind myself. I sell my car to do God's business. It's not because of what I gain. When we come to church, when we come to church, how much offering do we raise? Because I don't ask you how much you should bring. Right? I don't ask you how much you should bring. I say anything you have, bring it. Do you know why? It will sound to me more like stupidity. Excuse my word. If somebody tells me how much I should give to my God. I know how much you give to my God. So if I come to, if you come to church, I tell you, bring thousand dollars. I may not know your financial capacity or capabilities. Maybe you can give more or less. So let me lose focus on the less and focus on the more. If I tell you bring $1,000, $2,000, maybe you have decided and communicated with, the, with God in the spirit that God, I want to go and give one million dollars to Vogue Chapel worldwide. Amen. And you came and I said, I see in the realm of the spirit, bring thousand dollars. I have limited you. And because of that, the progress of the church, I have also compromised it. When we went to the program at Bridge Chapel, last two weeks ago, was it last three weeks? Last three weeks ago. When we went to that program, the man of God was preaching, and I took a check, and I wrote 12,000 Ghana cities. But then, the offering time and fundraising time have not been started. 
I don't want any nonsense. For the man of God to come and start at a point that he will limit my ability to give. Come apart. Immediately the message was going, I just rose 12,000 Ghana cities. In the old, in the old currency, 120 million. Hey! I gave the money and I came home. And what me and my wife would eat to be a, was a problem. And throughout the week, you know what we ate? Fanti Kenke. And Shito, that's what we ate. But meanwhile, we did some, same week, I had gone to that church and gave how much? 12,000 Ghana cities. My kids were asking me, Daddy, I'll eat shalof. The other said, yes, but I said, Daddy, I'll eat special fried rice. Because I used to buy it for them. When I said, this was, I will not eat the kenke. I'm not familiar with it. I don't want to eat this one. That's really, no problem. I got angry and entered into the room. And I wrote another check. <laughs> so the same evening when I went to check, I deposited that one too. So nonsense. Come apart. Another 12,000 is gone. Now, the pastor started the offering. He started from $1,000. Then I look at the face. I say, you see? If I had not given this money, this man is coming to start from $1,000. That is the highest he went. $1,000. But then I've given everything I have. So I went and pledged for the $1,000. And I said, every month I'll be giving $200. I don't have the dollars there. That one is a fate. The other one, it is no fate. I have it. Hallelujah. When you have ability to do something you don't need faith to do, it becomes res responsibility. So if the church is raising funds and I have the money, why must I activate faith? Faith is needed where there is none. So you come into an agreement with God that God, if you release it, I will use it for this cause. We don't know how to apply and how to use the tools of the kingdom. We don't know. When God asked for the son of Abraham, it was no faith. He did it out of responsibility. It was no faith. It was then God credited unto him a man of righteous. It was there God said, this is a man of faith. So for you to attract faith, it is not you who will say it. Because we have two types of faith. The one that you are using to attract something from God. And the one that in the, out of, out of, out of, out of, in the midst of none. Eh? There is none, there is nothing. But what you have, that defines your power. That defines your hope. That defines 
Your tomorrow, you take that one and you give it to God. Take it. I don't care what happened to me tomorrow. That is what we call faith. That's the highest faith. The greater faith. Come apart. There are lots in my head. Don't let me lost it. Let me let lost you. Eh? Let's go to the dimensions. Go. Now the war of the city had twelve foundations. Till the war of the city has twelve foundations. And on that foundation, it has a name on it. And who are those people whose name are on that? So the war has a what? The, the city has a wall. And the wall has 12 foundations. 12 pillars. Hallelujah. Amen. I said 12 foundations. You see, when you see, when you are building the wall, there are partitions, right? Pillars inside. And that becomes the foundation for the whole thing. So the wall has what? A foundation. And each foundation, it means the wall has pillars in it. And each pillar has a foundation. It is that foundation that supports the wall. The wall. It means God has covered that city. That city has been covered by 12 apostles of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hey! They have be become the covering of the city of God. And God is not the foundation of that city. But mortal men have become the foundation of that wall which God has built. What? What? I don't care. I die without buying a bicycle tie. I will continue to invest in the kingdom. I will continue to invest my soul, my spirit, my body in the kingdom. Until I also attain a record in that city. If I become the president of Ghana, having attained anything. I haven't attained anything. But now you see the scripture. So if you're a Christian and you are joking, all because of what you eat, because of what you eat, now you are just doing nonsense. You can't give yourself and sold yourself to holiness for Christ to be able to now with you with that authority and with you without privileges. Hey, the war has to a foundation. I mean Alexandra. Is the name correct? Alex. Like Accra, capital city of Ghana, is built and it has a wall surrounding the city of Accra. And in the wall, my name is named on one of the pillars. Chai! When they build the Makola market, and they put your name on one of the, one of the, what do you call it, what's the name? One of the pavilions. 
Right? Do you think you have achieved something? Kai. <laughs> Hallelujah. You go to Macaulay uh, Market or Trade Fair, uh, Pavilion 2. And that Pavilion 2 is a echo somewhere else. And when the coin is coming, you know what? This guy is walking with chest out. Do you know me? If you go to Trade Fair, my name is there. Pavilion 2 bears my name. It's a cause somewhere. Hey! Then what didn't they? What didn't they? What did But, she, Ochina Kufo Dufishuna Mahama Ba. Mahama, who said, I don't like the design. You go and break it down so your name is Paris. Hey! <laughs> but this city I am talking about is an unbreakable city. It's an unperishable city. It is indestructible city. Hallelujah. It is a glorious city. Hey. For God to build a city and me, he considered me Prince Albert Duke Haywood and put my name on it. Chai. <laughs> Hallelujah. Listen, oh, these guys are not the machines of the city. They are not the people who sponsored the city, the building of the city. They never sponsored. But do you know, they did it. Because everything we are doing here is recorded in heaven. If it is good, it's been recorded. Hallelujah. That is why I tell people, if your church cannot change you, change your church. Hallelujah. If your church, if you come here and this church cannot change you, Change your church. Change it at once. So I don't care whoever is leaving the church. Maybe the church have not have positive impact on the person. And positive impact is not me giving you money. Hey. Yeah. Come here, pa. Hmm? Yeah. Yes, She said, you know, we need cameras. We need more than five or ten cameras, right? Because we are going to launch our crusade in 2022. Because we are going to start a mega crusade. We need more than ten cameras, powerful cameras. Where are we going to get it from? But if somebody sit down and say, I'm going to sponsor and buy that camera, it's not my business because this church is not my church. It's God's church. I am just a caretaker. I am just a caretaker. I don't have power to build the church. The church is built by Christ. That's why I say, I will build my church. And the gate of hell shall not prevail upon it. So when I see pastors... Who call themselves the founders of the church? 
on the website. I've seen the written founder. Please, I've told this thing. I told Swansea, remove it. I'm not the founder of the church. I can never found a church. The church is already founded by Christ. He paid for it with his blood. Who the hell I am to found a church? Idiot. Do I have that capacity to found a church? I'm big time idiot. To carry that item. It's not every title that is meant for humanity. Maybe you can find a school. That one is a school. I cannot find a church. The church is already founded. Paul said, nobody can build except on the foundation which is already laid. That is Christ Jesus. Are you a founder? Hey. You see, Agarantos, Fireworks, Chapel International, Crusaders, Pastor Emmanuel, Atukrumbu Kobnajamai, the founder and the general of the Shia. What I hate is that word. Those two words, I hate it. General of the Shia, to do what? I don't need titles here. Pastor Prince is okay for me. So all of you, remove those general verse here and something from the board and from the, from the west. Remove. I've been saying it from the infant. I said, I, I don't like those things. Hallelujah. I don't like it. Let me, let me, let me carry the small ones. That one even is bigger. Pastor Prince. You call me Apostle Prince, Bishop Prince, then I go to heaven. When God, with the angel, mentioned the names of all the apostles, and the call will be standing there, Evans will be standing there, Augustina will be standing there, Alexis will be standing there, and then they are mentioning the names of Apostle, Apostle Peter, Apostle John, Apostle Paul, Apostle this, Apostle that. You know, they are coming. They are coming. They are coming. Then they could be looking at my face. Daddy, why? <laughs> the, the way I look at the things, the, the name is almost finished. <laughs> Hallelujah. They are mentioning the names. They are mentioning the names. And then the angel will say, this is the last name of the apostle I'm going to mention. If you don't hear your name, it means you're not part of the apostles. Then they mention the last name. I, I go and say, hey, they will be surprised. That's what Jesus The last day, they will be surprised. You see, small church. Mm, and the numbers is not up to 10. And the pastor has gone to ordain himself because he has knowledge. It is foolishness. Do you know the school and the course people have done? And they are not carrying those names. Hallelujah. Hey. Interesting. You see that, that church. Your church is situated in classroom. 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 Hmm? Class 1B. Class 1. Class 1B. Class 1B. 
Your church is there. When the government gets angry, he can remove it. And you are the class one, big classroom. You go and decorate it. Then you put Shiamumbrum's platform puppet. Then you put it there. If you see the neck of the puppet, and see if the puppet is dying now. Yes. Hallelujah. Then the pastor is coming in, he has bodyguards. Classroom, you have bodyguards, you're a fool. Classroom, you have bodyguards, and he's coming with that Tosito and with that Santiago shoe. And he's coming with apron. Big apron, as if he's going to cover three dead. And another one is carrying the apron. Four people are carrying the apron. Three are carrying the Bible. And another one with his phones, because he has five phones. And each one, another one is carrying. And this pastor is coming with this fire eye. Then he said, today, we are going to welcome our papa in the house. It's not any other person, but apostle doctor. Mesa Otterbill has branches. Big time professors who are pastors under him and the man is still a pastor. You're a fool. If you have a church in the classroom and you call yourself apostle, do you know how the name apostle come by? Do you know how we, we get that name? Even Church of Pentecost, before you can be ordained as an apostle, you have to be going from the level hmm, of a seer to become a district pastor. From district pastor, you become an area head. Then the area head, that is the level. Now you have more than 100 pastors under you as an area head. So the word apostle is an administrative word. It is not a gift. It is not a gift. The head of leaders. The head of what? Leaders. So when you take 100 leaders, 100 pastors, is your pastors up to 100? And you are calling yourself apostle? How many branches do you have? And you call yourself apostle? You are a criminal. You are a criminal. Because I have studied theology, humanities, scientists, it has that as what it called you. Remember, that gift, that fivefold ministry, came from God upon the men who have dedicated themselves for God. Not those who went to Bible school. It is not a gift by man. Man cannot give that title. It's only God who gives it. No Bible school has that qualification, has that audacity, has that mandate to endorse on people, apostles and bishops. That is why in our dispensation, in our time, Christianity is not effective. That is why we come to church and witches are playing. 
you in those days, can you come to the gathering? Hey, who will want to show home? As the service is going, nobody will tell you to bring it out. Because now, all of us come to church. I saw them in I saw them in Chesika. And your member is coming to church. Ni focus in yane se. Or so for a chesika. Come a pa. Yesterday, somebody bought me this jacket I'm wearing. This jacket alone. 750 Ghana cities. This one. Alone. <laughs> When I entered into the shop, and he said, everything is paid, I look at the man. Please, can I take my money? Also, sir, we've already paid now, so I, I have a lot of suit. I don't know why I should be wasting money on this. Because I need money to come and give to my instrumentalists. For them to be able to ginger them to play well. For me to be able to dance in the presence of God and do God's work. Somebody has paid for it. Wear it. I'm wearing 750 Ghana shidish. Wow. Wow. For me, money has to be paid for so to be won. Hallelujah. That's when next year we are starting missions class. Missionary class. We need money to buy bicycle. We will sit on it. We book an appointment with somebody at Kasua. We will go and preach to the person. Sunday we are bringing the person to church. We need money to pay transport for people to come to church. Because there are some people who are willing to come to church. But what? For them to be able to transport it is very difficult. And I have money. Invested in suit. This one or chinan kwami to agui. Chai. Hallelujah. John the Baptist wear only one cloth all the days of his life. The Lord Jesus wear only one cloth all the days of his life. No matter how expensive those clothes might be, it was one. It means the focus is not on what they are wearing. Their focus is what they are wearing inside of them. What is inside of them? And they are projecting that is Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. We'll go to heaven. Those people that their names are names on the pillars of the wall. The pillars in that wall of that city. What did they did they build houses? Did they bought chariot and cars? What did they gain on earth? Everything they had, they invested in the kingdom of God. They counted it as nothing. They counted as nothing. They gave everything to support the kingdom. If you have money and you are in the church and the kingdom of God and the church is suffering, there's something wrong with your head. It's not an insult. It's a challenge to you. It's a caution. Hallelujah. Yes, the apostles, when they get money, they change after girls. But there are some of us, we are stick to our wives. Not our wives, so our wife, my wife. Because I say our, that's why I say wives. If I say my wife, 
me, then it will be one. Because there are some pastors, they are dedicated to their family and their wife. Don't you have beautiful women in this church? We have white women in this church. We have dark ladies, chocolate ladies, pink ladies, purple ladies, all of them in this house. Some of them have stood for uh, 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 whatever, 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 beauty contest. But yet they are in this house. Hmm? If I say I love any of them, they will accept because I'm a fine gentleman. What am I going to do with that? I am only blocking my chance to be enlisted among the great men that in that day Christ will mention their name because of your foolish ties and your foolish signs and boosts. I should miss that opportunity unless it is, a, it is a charm. Even charm will not work because whoever is in us, I say whoever dwells in us, that is Christ. He's bigger than the one in the world. Hallelujah. So you see the pillars. That's why I said my subject. I said kingdom pillars. Which one are you? As you are listening to me, wherever you are hearing me for, my question is, which one are you? Some are gates. Some are pillars in the wall. You, which one are you? Those who are the pillars in the wall, we knew, we've read what they've been through. The suffering they went through. Eh? The beatings they receive on their bodies. Some run and hide in caves. Some, they don't have a place to lay their head. Wow. Wow. Interesting. Bible says even the son of man, which is Jesus Christ, doesn't even have a place to lay his head. Even the best in the sky have rooms. And the son of God doesn't have a place to lay his head. The son of man, which is Jesus. Before he went to cross, he doesn't have a place to lay his head. Some pastors are saying that Jesus has a womb. He had a secret home. Who told you he has a secret home? At a point in time, I came to believe that. And I said, that's nonsense. It's, 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 it's your mother's house, your house. It's your father's house, your house. If you are the age of 18 years, you have started business, you have completed university. You have started working and you are fighting for your mother's house and your father's house. There's something wrong with your head. It's time for you to move out and begin to now take the world for yourself. Seek for Jesus. Look for Jesus. Search for Jesus and you'll find him. Amen. Clap your hands for Jesus. Yeah. As I'm bringing into conclusion, let me just conclude it. Let me just conclude it. You see, I was too overwhelmed. So, I couldn't even, because me, when I'm on platform like this, I don't want it to be a physical. What I have, no, no, no. I'm not those pastors who memorize scriptures. They will, they will come on platform, begin to recite. Hey, you can recite scriptures, oh. You can recite, but if Christ is not in you, it's a different thing. 
go to universities and high schools. We have teachers who teaches CRS, Christian Religious Studies. Is that not it? They study. They know the Bible. They've read from Genesis to Revelation. They've read it. They know the book. They only read it for educational purposes. Not for spiritual exercise. That is what they doubt. Because it is a subject they are treating. It is nothing than ordinary course. A textbook. That's how they see the Bible. You go to university... Some of our professors, hmm? they are teaching religion, theology, Christianity. They, they know the scriptures. They are recite, they can recite from Genesis to Revelation. But if you don't know Christ, you are lost. Today we have pastors, and today because we have weak members. Who are not, don't have any connection, relationship with Christ. So when they see somebody reciting scriptures on pulpit, they think that person is a serious man of God. That is why they are deceiving us. Hallelujah. I told you, in this era we are in, the office of the prophet is close. The office is close. But the ministry is still working. Because the ministry has been brought under the leadership of the apostolic ship. Hallelujah. Amen. So the, the prophet, the office of the prophet is not functioning anymore. Because all of the offices have been confined in one office. And one head. And that is Jesus Christ. He said, go ye into all the world. And preach the gospel. He did not ask us to go and prophesy. He told us to go and preach. Because many years ago. He depended on the office of the prophet. To deliver. And to redeem. The, the, his people. But the prophet could not do anything. They failed God. Miserably. That is why Jesus the high priest came. Hallelujah. The office is no more functioning. It doesn't mean the ministry is not working. Because every ministry has an office. Every ministry has an office. It means that prophetic is not dead. The ministry of the prophet is not dead. It is still working. But the office is closed. The office is closed. May the Lord bless you. Amen. 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 Let me just mention one or two things for you to write it down before we go. I only give you point number one. When we enter into heaven, when we go to heaven, there is going to be a reward. An award that we are going to receive. So number one, I wrote. The crown recipient. And the content of the crown. The crown recipient. And the content of the crown. Hallelujah. Because every crown. Is a container. But it is the content that defines the crown. Hallelujah. 
So, the throne of a Santi kingdom, right, has a crown. But the content of the crown is the activity, the work associated to the crown that makes the crown relevant and not the crown. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. So when we go to heaven, we are going to receive a crown. But the crown we are going to receive, it has a content. Content actually stipulating about the work we have done. Because it is the work and the deeds we have done that is going to attract that crown. Hallelujah. And the crown also have a content. After you have received, there is a kind of benefit attached to the crown. There is a kind of royalty. Okay? Privileges attached to the crown when you receive it. So those privileges are the content. That is why I wrote the crown recipient and the content of the crown. So the focus is not the crown. The focus is the recipient of the crown and the content of the crown. Hallelujah. The reason why many people are missing the opportunity of certain leadership is that they are fighting for the position but neglecting the work around the position. Hallelujah. So every great leader, its focus is not the position, but the work. That is why when the president, somebody comes and says, vote for me, say, vote for me because I am capable and competent enough to serve you. It is not the position that is coming to serve you, but the personality going to sit on that position, on that top of the seat. I'm a part. Because it is not the throne that President Kufuado sit on it in the Republic of Ghana, that is serving us. But the work that defines that position, if he's able to execute it, that makes him worthy of that crown and that throne. Clap 